0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Link to our Google group. And thank you all for being here. I'm very happy to see all of you, as always. So this evening, I was struck uh, in the past week by a little piece of dharma from um, one of the suttas in which the Buddha describes four types of people who should be considered a loyal friend. One, a helper. Two, one who is the same in happy and unhappy times. Three, one who points out what is good for you. And four, one who is sympathetic. This is an interesting list. So I thought they are good topics to reflect on, you know, why the Buddha picked these four or what they hold for us, and also to discuss in relationship to our practices of loving kindness, which is, you know, the extension of a kind of friendliness, and the practice of compassion, especially... As uh, there are times when our compassion is not merely an inclination of mind or wishes, but there are times when we're taking compassion into our behavior in the world. And maybe uh, I thought we'd start with the topic of being a helper. So this is one way in which many of us take our compassion into the world. And I'm guessing that most of us, many of us, have had enough life experience by now to have begun to differentiate between helping that actually is helpful and helping that doesn't feel so helpful. So both, you know, in terms of being the recipient of helping at times from others and maybe also offering it. So perhaps uh, you've seen times that people are helping more heavily from their own agenda or motives And I will say there is a healthy way in which we can offer help and it's beneficial to us and the other person. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, there's, if we think of that as a spectrum, maybe maybe there's a, that can slide into being mostly about the giver's agenda, the helper's agenda. And other times when the helping is motivated from an intention of kindness or an intention of compassion that takes into account what the recipient wants and needs. So this is pretty important in our, when we offer direct help or compassion and friendliness in the world um, through action. Um, so tonight in our guided meditation, what we'll do is I'll uh, guide a meditation where we settle in for several minutes, maybe five minutes or so. And then I'll invite reflection practice. And what that is, is that you settle in the meditation. And then a form of reflection practice that I have found very helpful is that I'll just say a question or two. So I'll offer that into the meditation. And the point is not for you to think about it. You just hear the question and you see if anything bubbles up without trying to think about it. So if something bubbles up, you know, know what that is. And if nothing bubbles up, no problem. Just continue to meditate. And from there, we'll extend um, intentions, kind wishes, and inclinations of the compassion that helps uh, helps others. So with that, settling into uh, posture and um, giving yourself time, to find a sustainable and comfortable way of sitting for our time together, noticing in particular how you are in this moment, how the body is, noticing any impact this topic of helping has had on on your body. On your emotions and certainly on your mind, if, if it's resonated or struck a chord or anything, taking note of that. Softening any obvious areas of holding, bracing, tension that are possible to release in the body or the mind. And if there are things present that want our attention and they are going to stay, they're not going to soften easily, respecting those. Extending the kind attention to them. Perhaps the practice is beginning to teach each of us when we are most helpful to ourselves, and when we are most helpful to others, what do those conditions feel like in the body, in the mind? And in a moment, I'll pose a question that you can just hear and see if anything bubbles up in you spontaneously. No need to think about it. No need to go digging. Just allowing the question to appear in the field. And if nothing arises as a result of it, no problem. Just continue with your meditation. Allowing yourself to recall sometimes that someone helped you and it actually felt compassionate, kind, and beneficial. simply allowing any incidents to bubble to mind. And sometimes with a question like that, the opposite comes up. You might recall times that someone's attempt to help did not feel helpful. If that arises, simply acknowledging it, perhaps with some compassion for yourself, if if it's there, so passion, compassion for the other person, and sometimes someone's heart doesn't know what's really helpful. If if the thought of somebody arose who you have found to be helpful to yourself or to others in your lives, perhaps extending some wishes of kindness, friendliness towards them, thank you for your sincerity in helping And calling their image fully to mind, really allowing what they did to resonate, come back to you fully in whatever way it does. Might be an impression, might be a memory, a body sensation. Extending to that person the wish, may you be well. May you experience well being when you help others and in your life in general. May you feel the happiness of. Your giving of help before you give it, as you give it, and after you give it, experiencing it as a real treasure, recognizing your own generosity, and bringing that kindness back into your heart. May your compassion in the world help bring you closer to freedom from stress, freedom from dissatisfaction, freedom from suffering. Repeating whichever inclinations of mind or wishes come to you towards this person that you're acknowledging as an effective helper, compassionate helper, And if more than one person occurs in your mind, extending these wishes or your own wishes to the additional others who have been helpful. Maybe there are people who you didn't know as a close friend or acquaintance, but were very helpful in your life. Perhaps people in the medical field, in a hospital, a firefighter, a public servant of some sort who had an impact on your life in helping at an emergent or very difficult moment. Sending them wishes. May you be well in your work. May you be safe and protected from harm. May you be happy in what you offer every day. May you live with ease, knowing you are of benefit in the world. May kindness and compassion come towards you as well as from you. And if you, it is available to you and you wish to uh, change to another reflection, allowing to bubble up any times when you felt you, you actually were helpful to another person. Your intentions were well lined up with kindness and compassion. What you offered was what the person needed and you could tell that it helped them. Perhaps allowing an incident or times like that to bubble up. And if not, just continuing with sending well wishes, kind wishes, to those who have been helpful, that you've watched, you've witnessed. if some times do come to mind when you were helpful to another person, perhaps extending some kind wishes and appreciation. I appreciate the kindness and the compassion that were wholeheartedly available in that moment in me. May I feel the warmth of having offered care, having offered help in a good way at an appropriate time. May I be well when I offer action of compassion or kindness. May I be safe and free from harm in what I offer in the world. May I be content with what I have been able to offer, what I've been in a position to offer. May there be some happiness from that. May I live with ease, may kindness and compassion flow as naturally as they can as I meet different situations in life. So I was looking at uh, the Greater Good website out of Berkeley and um, noticing a report from a couple of years ago in which they were discussing a newly published review of decades of kindness research. And they said, uh, in this paper, researchers analyzed the results from 126 research articles, looking at almost 200,000 participants from around the world. The studies they chose all had to meet certain criteria, such as including only adults reporting good statistical data. Some were experiments where people did a kindness practice to observe its effects, while others just surveyed people about how kind and happy they were. The studies measured well-being in a variety of ways, including both mental and physical health. As expected, people who were kind tended to have higher well-being. But lead researcher Bryant Hui was surprised that the relationship was not stronger than it was, but still he was encouraged by the results. Although the overall relationship between pro-social kind and helpful behavior and well-being was, he says, is weak, I, I would dispute that, um, given that so many people around the world act pro-socially, the modest effect can still have a significant impact at a societal level. He says, a small effect like this, an average of all participants' experiences, can sometimes hide other patterns going on below the surface. So he and his colleagues considered when kindness might have a higher or bigger impact on our well-being. One of the things they found, and this is the piece I found very interesting, was that the people who performed random, informal acts of kindness like bringing a meal to a grieving friend tended to be happier than people who performed more formal acts of kindness like volunteering in a soup kitchen. It's possible that informal helping may fill our more basic psychological needs for autonomy and close relationships which is why it could lead to greater happiness. Actually, I, I think that both are very helpful in this world, you know, um, formal actions and informal. But I thought that the personal relationship aspect of it, the connecting with someone who, uh, you know, who you might know well enough to know what kind of help was actually helpful to them was possibly quite significant here. And, um, so I, this, these are some interesting, uh, points that have come out in that particular research. Um, But now we have this opportunity to share in breakout groups of about three or four people about this this topic. And what I would invite is um, exploration of times that you have found help to really land well. What, what qualities, what characteristics were there when help was actually helpful to you or when the help you extended to others was worked and it was, you know, uh, beneficial and you knew it was beneficial. And of course, keeping in mind that while you're doing this group discussion, you're actually being present in a helpful way to each other. So by listening wholeheartedly, to one another without the need to comment on one another's sharing or offer opinions. You're offering um, this kind of compassion and help and care for someone else's experience of their own life, and perhaps sharing one thing at a time, going around to the next person in the group and making multiple rounds is also helpful to get every voice in the room and give everybody a chance. So um, maybe we could start with the person whose last name uh, begins with the letter closest to A and go around the circle. And if you find yourself in a room without um, enough other people, don't worry, I will find you and I will move you to a- another group. So enjoy your 10 minutes.